You're listening to 1001 Jedi Knights, a Star Wars podcast for hardcore and casual fans alike, and everyone else in between. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This week is going to be a little different. Usually Chris and I will sit down and talk about whatever is going on in the Star Wars world. But after he, uh, Chris spent some time at C2E2, he had the opportunity to chat with a special guest, and uh, we decided to post that instead. It was originally going to be the second half of tonight's episode, but unfortunately we were unable to uh, record together tonight. So, uh, we do have some content ready for you next week, along with answering questions again. So just make sure to tune in, and we'll get back on track. Uh, just a reminder, we are still running the uh, the contest for the Rogue One digital code, uh, but let's be honest, if by this point you don't have a copy of the movie yet, we would be surprised. That said, maybe you don't have a digital version, maybe you want to give it to a loved one, or maybe you want to give it to someone you want to love. Uh, that said, just uh, make sure to listen to the Last Jedi trailer reaction video uh, podcast, and that'll have all the information you need. Until next week, here is Chris and... Uh, well, you already know who they are. Hey everyone, thanks for staying tuned. We're here with a second part with a special guest. Let's see if she wants to introduce herself right now. I'm very special. I'm Christian's mom, Stephanie. So any of our Snoke theories that you've been hearing about, this is the progenitor of sorts. Progenitor of both bad Snoke theories and my being in one way or another. And so... She's down here this weekend for the Chicago Toy Show, which we'll be going to tomorrow. Kind of curious what that's going to be about. They told me at Graham Cracker that it's better than a it's better than a random garage sale, but I'm not really sure what more to expect from it. Overpriced. Well, <laughs> other than that, I apparently the website tells us there's going to be poultry and rabbits. Yeah, rabbits so, and chickens. And buy our Star Wars figures, probably some. I don't know. Wind up monkeys. What did you play with when you were a kid? <laughs> that stupid monkey that clapped its its symbols and yeah. Anyway. And chirped and made all the monkey. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, I don't even know because this isn't even like a nerd toy show. This is just toys. So it probably does have those kind of monkeys. Yeah, and kind of like Russian nesting dolls. I don't even know. So I guess we'll have to see. And if that goes poorly for everyone involved. We can just leave. But... It costs $10 each to get in. We're going to stay more than an hour. <laughs> well, with the poultry themselves, they'll be enough fun to have. So we'll bring a little more coverage of that. But let's start off with first, why don't you tell us a little bit about your long, very long history with Star Wars. You make me sound like <laughs> I am 74. Mom is older than Star Wars. And okay. it's celebrating its 40th anniversary. So in kindergarten, at the end of kindergarten, I had just turned six. My my dad and, sorry mom, I don't remember if you were there or not. But I know it was my dad and at least one of my uncles and then a couple of my cousins went to see Star Wars for the first time. And I, I didn't really know what to think of it. I was kind of scared of Darth Vader. But I by the by the end of the movie loved it loved it and then of course there wasn't a lot of female characters in the movie 
So, you know, the girls all had to fight over being Princess Leia. And I think a lot of times, thanks, Jennifer, I ended up being Chewbacca and not Princess Leia. <laughs> and then yeah, as elementary school came and went, that's when, when, we, when I saw the other movies. And when episode six came out, that was the last movie that my grandma took me to. What, Bachin took you to? No, Grammy Oh, okay. So say I can't imagine Bachin having any fun with. Actually, Bachin and Papa, before the movie came out, had gotten their hands on a preview reel. And somewhere in Bachin's garage, there's still an actual preview reel from episode four. It's like a one-car garage. <laughs> well, because of all the stuff in it. <laughs> wow, okay. But she's moving, so... Ah, turned into a little Indiana Jones on that one. So we're going to say that the Oliver Wormerskirches get first dibs. Yeah. So I guess in episode five, he still didn't get any women. No. There was the one on Hoth who had one line torn far. The radar uh-huh. tech who pointed. But he got Mon Mothma in six. Not really. Probably too old at that point. To play Star Wars? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. There were times when you and your brother were playing um, Star Wars in the front yard with sticks, pretending they were lightsabers. And by the way, everybody in Pleasant Hill knew who they were. (laughs) It was the kids that hit each other with sticks on the corner. (laughs) And they'd both know, it's lightsabers! But anyway. Well, because the first... Lightsaber I remember having was Darth Maul's, and Parker or Jonah broke that one with, like, their bare freaking hands. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, now tell them what they're interested in. Tell them about taking me. So, the first time we took Christian to, well, episode one, we, for some reason, well, probably because I really wanted to see it, told him that we would take him to the Midnight Show, which already was a was huge huge for for a six-year-old and then you got to go with this cousin and so there was a group of adults and kids I think the adults were actually more excited about the kids and the my cousin Jennifer I saw the first Star Wars with her episode four and she went with us to episode one so that was that was kind of neat she lives in North Carolina now so no episode seven but so we we took all the kids to see the movie and I, I, Christian hasn't stopped talking about it since. It's true. Oh, and then for, I don't, was it episode two? No, episode three. We waited in a parking garage in line for seven hours to get in to see it. And it was hot and it was very hot and very humid. And every bit, every, each family had their own parking stall that they could sit in and people were fighting with lightsabers and they were in the robes and it just looked hot. And there were news people and it was a good time. Did we get on the news? I don't remember. I think we would have recorded that at least. We couldn't record it because we're at the movie. Oh, true. Well, because I remember we were out there for quite a few hours and then they finally let us in and they were like doing But they played games. Yeah. Which was kind of cool, and then one of the local toy stores provided, like, this little, like, 
monument thing. You remember that? The glass case up front? Oh, yeah, that was neat. Yeah, I can't remember who that was. You know, this was before we all had, you know, cell phones that could take pictures. Only the rich people had that. <laughs> were they even out, or are we still on Nokia's by that point? I think we're still on Nokia's. <laughs> that was back when I thought our phone had unlimited minutes. Mm, but it yeah. most certainly did not. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> but it only took Christian three or four beatings to figure that out. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> so, I do remember, like, some lightsabers were on fire. Like, they, like, lit them mm-hmm. to have even cooler fights, and I thought that was sick, but now... You uh, realize how dangerous it was? <laughs> yeah. Now there's no a, appeal to that parking at all. garage? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Your brother would still have... That would still hold appeal to him. Yeah, and then after that time, I wouldn't have a brother, so... <laughs> so, what do you what do you want to do first? You do, so, you've got a Snoke theory. I'm sure you've got a new one. I know you want to defend the way I portrayed the youngling theory. Okay, I will start with that. Okay. I will defend that. Okay. But no, you tell... So, so the youngling is going to be Snoke because he is... This is the youngling that... The Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. Sands or Sores, Bordeem, something like that. This, that he'll be Snoke. Basically the first one killed. But... But that being said, he's getting revenge on on the Skywalkers because they they killed him. They ruined his life. They ruined his his. Well, they killed him. There there's no Jedi. Well, <laughs> the last Jedi, and he is he is grooming Ben to kill the rest of the Skywalkers and have the Skywalkers' legacy be that the Sith win or the New Order wins. Okay, so you said. Do you still have the two interpretations of that theory? One where he's actually Snoke to redeem Ben. Oh yeah, and yeah, then there's the other one where he's gonna where. So maybe he just didn't like Han Solo to begin with. We'll just leave that out there. Except um, they probably should have killed Princess Leia. <clears throat> it would make Bree shoots a lot easier. But at any rate, so he. Actually, the Padawan is the one that w- is going to restore the balance in the for- of the Force, so to speak, by be- making Ben look bad, bringing all the Skywalkers together, and I think Rey is a Palpatine. So bringing good with bad together and um, restoring the balance between the two. So I don't know. Do we want to hear... The Rays of Palpatine theory more, or I, I think a, it's, a new Snoke theory? No, I think the Rays of Palpatine has actually been done to death. Probably. Because you're just going to say the similar the, fighting styles. Yes, yes. That's fine. So, now the question is, who is Snoke? Who is Luke's wife? And who would dare touch the dead Palpatine, who's been dead for 18 years at this point? Well... Yeah, which one do you want to start with? Probably not necrophilia. Do you have another Snoke theory for us? Oh, can I say that? What? Necrophilia is when you have sex with a dead body. <laughs> we might edit that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's go with the Snoke theory. Um, so, so this week my Snoke theory is that Tarkin actually escaped from the Death Star prior to it being blown up and he was waiting and waiting and plotting his revenge 
and who maybe I I don't know how Tarkin would know, but it kind of seemed to be an open secret that there were two little Skywalkers out there somewhere. So at it at any rate, somehow Tarkin found out that there's two Skywalkers, and I'll tell you how he found out. And go, don't be shocked when you find out that Bail Organa was not on Alderaan, and they just happened to run into each other when they were in the cantina, and Bail overheard. You know, there has to be more than one cantina. Yeah, there's more than one. Where where you know Tarkin overheard Bail saying. You know, that Darth Vader, he blew up my ship. Or that Darth Vader, he he took my ship away from me. And and I'm going to get back to it, back at him by getting at his grandson and making him idolize this this man and then have him find out at the end that he was really just a piece of crap. <laughs> so remembering in Darth Vader that General Tog escapes the Death Scar, now we can say that Tarkin also did. When he says evacuate in our moment of triumph, he says, actually, that's a really good idea. We should pay moose. Yeah, we're going to evacuate. It is our moment of triumph and we're going to get the heck out of here so we can enjoy it. And then apparently after leaving home base, after Rogue One, Bale gets lost on the way to Alderaan and doesn't make it in time for its destruction. No, he went to get his wife and they were going to go on an extended trip because... Bail, he's been working for the rebels and or for the resistance, and he, you know, he's been away from his wife for a while. Clearly, his clothes were not looking that clean or that regal in Rogue One. So he, it's been a while since he's had a woman to take care of him. So he went home, got a change of clothes, grabbed his wife, and said, "We're going to take a space cruise." And then when they're on the space cruise, Alderaan blows up. I mean, it's. It, it's not impossible. Jimmy Smith's is still alive. This and is hotter than ever. This is my mom's head cannon to just convince us that Jimmy Smith's is still alive because she's had a crush on him since NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> no LA law. <laughs> so for a while, and here comes Bale back in Rogue One to make make all of her dreams come true again. So yeah, in Bloodline, they build the monument to Bale, though they think he died on Alderaan. Secret is, he never did. (laughs) So I I think that's a good time to announce that in addition to giving away a digital code for Rogue One, as long as you provide a review and a screenshot to one of us on the podcast, if you comment on this, so we're going to post this podcast on our Facebook page. If you comment on this post of your favorite Snoke theory of my mom's, or if you provide your own, air quote, good Snoke theory that my mom approves of, you can be a finalist to win a special Snoke-themed prize pack. I won't say anything that's in it right now, but I will say the secrets of the galaxy will be unfurled when you open this package. And we'll set a date and everything on the post so you'll know exactly what's going on. You'll also get a signed copy of Christian and I doing the podcast, or at least at the very beginning when I had my Star Wars shirt on and my Princess Leia hair going. Yeah, we are both actually dressed for this occasion. I've always said that Mom had a face for podcasting, and now we're finding out that's absolutely the case. I have the wardrobe for podcasting, too. I have my Star Wars... Which one is this? I can't read it. Seven. Star Wars 7 comic book cover 
with Han kneeling, which as soon as I said which one it was, Christian says, oh, Han's kneeling and Chewie's behind him. Yeah, this is um, the original Marvel Comics number seven with Han and Chewie. They recent, Alex Ross recently repainted this cover for Han Solo, the new edition, number one. So if you collect the Alex Ross covers, which you absolutely should, you'll be familiar with the same one. And it is a pretty sweet cover, I'm not going to lie. I waited and waited and waited for it to go on sale at Box Lunch. It never did, so I used my birthday coupon. And then, underneath, I have my May the Force Be With You t-shirt from Disney. Thanks, Dr. Paulson. And so it's an official Star Wars shirt from Disney. And I still think that that family knows more about what's going on in the Han Solo movie than they would admit. And I'm I'm wearing my black one shirt from Force Awakens, May It Rest in Peace, according to the Last Jedi trailer. Which is a good segue into, we have some more thoughts on the Ro- or Last Jedi trailer. David and I shared a few last week. David and I will probably share a few more earlier in this episode. But... But we saved the best for last. Me. (laughs) We have saved the best for last. So, we'll start with the last line in the trailer. The, I only know one truth, the Jedi must end. And I I think it's spliced together, frankly. Because there is such a pause between the first part of the sentence and the last part of the sentence. That nobody, even in movies, talks that dramatically. That's kind of ridiculous. But that being said... If, if for some reason Luke has forgotten how to talk to people when he was on his island alone, and by the way, we can we can debate on his, if he was with his wife or not, and if that is a tombstone in the trailer. Yeah, not only do we have the tombstone, the alleged tombstone from Ock 2 at the end of Force Awakens, now when Rey's swinging her lightsaber, you've got the third, ro- you've got the rock right behind her, which some people think is the third, third person. person. Yeah, mom thinks it's the third person. Some people think on top of the rock, Yoda is there, even though he has been dead for 30 years now. He literally died to escape telling Luke the truth. When Luke was like, is Darth Vader my father? And Yoda's like, tired I am. And then he dies. Which is probably even more extra than anything our family's ever done. And we're one of the most extra families out there, I think. I don't, I don't know. We'd really hit. I don't think death has come into it very often. <laughs> not, not yet. That's kind of last resort. Death, but I win. Yeah. That's what it's going to say on my headstone. I win. So... This this line's cooked together. Although I did think, I thought 1138 made a good point. He was asking, what if they said that line and then revealed the title for the first time after that? Would have been pretty cool. But what yeah, other... Yeah, that's a good point. But I... I Actually, that's a, that, that's pretty good. I like that. But I, I do think that if it's not spliced together, then it is actually a partial sentence. Um, Snoke thinks the Jedi must end, or if if he's doing the old mom thing with Ray, like my my kids are very familiar with. I don't, well, I do scream, and I do yell, and sometimes I hit. But I have found out that other than keeping food from them, the most effective punishment, as as children and now, well, like when I would look at them and say, you know. 
I don't know if you're lying, but God knows, you know, guilt has always been, been a big motivating factor in our family to do the right thing. And if you're going to lie to mom, God's going to personally tell mom that you're lying to me. <laughs> but at any rate, so the, so the whole guilt thing. So I, I almost wonder if Ray is almost saying, I don't, I don't want to be a Jedi. I don't want to learn this. And then he's saying, well, then the Jedi must end. You, that's all, you're, you're all that's left. I just think that it's, it's a partial sentence. It's been spliced together or it's been taken completely out of context. I don't necessarily think he's saying the Jedi must end and, you know, that, that ends with me. And then he takes out, he lightsabers himself in the chest or something. But I, I just don't think he means it as literally as we're taking it. I'll also point out that this is unscripted, so I'm hearing some of these for the first time, too. You are? Yeah. I thought I told You've you never used it. the phrase lightsaber himself in the chest. Oh, well, it's it like, what is that, harikari in Japanese? The where seppuku? Where you stab yourself in the chest. Yeah. To, yeah. Anyway. That's a little bit of our own heritage creeping into this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bachin. Uh, so, any other thoughts to share? I do think that there's a third person on when when Ray is learning how to use the lightsaber, learning how to use it more effectively. I do feel like there's a third person on the island. I, I don't think that that's tombstone, as people say. I, 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 I do. I really feel like someone else is there. And I don't know if there's if Luke's wife is going to magically appear, except in the canon. I think she's already dead by this point. Well, no. At this point in the old canon, his wife was killed by Han Solo's son, who turned into a Sith Lord. Yeah. But the canon Luke doesn't have a wife at all. Not that we know of. Well, it seems like Disney does kind of pick and choose what they like and then throw in a little extra. Who knows, maybe Luke had a harem. But did <laughs> a harem. But at any rate, I, I would almost prefer him prefer it to go that he doesn't have a wife because that was the true Jedi way and the Jedi weren't supposed to get married and weren't supposed to be emotionally involved with people so when you could you could see the cracks in Anakin when he allowed himself to fall in love with Padme and um, that you could you could tell that he was he was weak by or not disciplined alright I think those are Good thoughts for tonight. Um, for the rest of our episode, make sure you comment on our Facebook page in order to enter our Snoke Theory Contest. You can follow me at Chris Worms on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can follow the site at First Order Biz on Twitter, First Order Business on Facebook. You can follow David at Tipper Bean Fad. And Mom, how do you want to be followed? Oh, well, on... Well, I don't know. On Instagram, I'm ss.olly, and you can certainly add me. I like I like looking at pictures. I have two whole pictures up there, one of me and the family and the boys, and the other one of me in a bikini. So maybe I should take that one down because, you know, if you eat this around dinner time. But, but anyway, I do have one more Snoke theory. And I truly think that this is probably going to be it. When when I touched on that, I think Ray is Palpatine. I think that Snoke is Palpatine. 
And I think that you're going to see the war essentially, or the conflict between the two families come to a head in episode nine. It would be a nice, nice way to close the circle, so to speak. You started at the, started with Anakin as a child and you end up with his, his grandchildren or great grandchildren for that matter. We don't know. Um, that has finally defeated Palpatine. All right. Well, definitely leave your comments on that one. That one's also, awesome. Yeah, awesome and new to me as well. So, well, a lot of surprises for all of us tonight. So we hope you enjoyed. Go ahead and follow us all. I pray that Mom changes her thing by now. Her bikini pictures. Uh, it'll for, be it'll be for the my slave sake Leia. and for your sake. It'll sakes. it'll be the slave Leia. You're welcome. I'm I'm 46 on Wednesday. You get, <laughs> you get what you get if that's what you really want to look up. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>